Vanessa Carlton. A thousand miles. I sound like a really real music DJ there. You see the way I do that? Let her sing, then I say a thing, let her sing again. Uh, Ellen has been on from Dublin. She says, I just realised that I've been buying that wonderful goat's cheese from Sheridan's for ages. That's uh, Lisa Gifford's cheese. Delicious, delicious. Uh, Now, while I was attempting to make sourdough and lots of you were as well during lockdown, I should have been trying to pickle things. That's what I should have been doing. And if you're looking for an entry-level book on pickling, Funky is exactly the book for you. It's part of the blastabooks.com range on food and it's written by Caitlin Ruth who's in our Cork studio. Good afternoon, Caitlin. Hi, Ray. Thanks a million for having me on to talk about Funky. Yay! One, two, three, four, get it! Come on! Woo! Yeah! Say it, Funky! Yeah, you see, I, I suppose this side of the Atlantic, Caitlin, um, yeah. I, I'm just thinking there, like, ye American women, you come over and you milk our goats and you pickle our vegetables. And <laughs> well, that's one way of looking at it, I guess, right? But, uh, no, but, but in America, funky is, has a different thing than, than James Brown. Well, that is true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, funky can mean kind of bad smelling. Yes. But, like, so is sauerkraut, really, if you look at it like yeah. that. So, yeah. you know. Uh, so, so when did you arrive in Ireland? 1992. Okay. Uh, I've eaten some of your food. You're very good at what you do. Thanks a million. Yeah. You used to be the head chef down in DC's in West Cork. That's right. Yeah. For 16 years. Uh, I was very sad when that closed. Yeah, for, us too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Probably sadder than I was, in fairness. Uh, <laughs> so, so pickling, it's, it's sort of marmite, isn't it? Uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, it's not like you either like pickles or you don't, well, unless you're like a, an avid like vinegar hater. You know, Mm. but like um, I would say that most people could like a pickle if they tried the right pickle. Uh Like if you like ketchup on your chips, you're probably going to like pickles. Uh, So they don't pick the right pickle. Maybe not. Okay, I get dill pickles can be a little bit challenging. Yeah. Or pickled Uh, onions, for example. Both of those I love. Yeah, Uh, me too. uh, Me too. uh, (laughs) And pickled ginger. You see, there's the other thing before we get into your book. Mm -hmm. It's about these super tasters. You know that there are two types of people, super tasters and non-tasters. Uh, and people who don't like, you know, spicy things, uh, probably pickles, they are super tasters. So they taste things probably better than we do. Well, super taster, it sounds really cool, but right, it's not. You'd like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a real handicap, you know, it's like a real, when you, if you're trying to eat something and go out for dinner being a super taster, it really kind of holds you back. It does, yeah, yeah. it does. Okay. Uh, so where do we start? There's two processes, the fermentation process or the vinegar process. And, and the easier of the two is the vinegar process. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So will you just give us a sort of a, an introduction, a bluffer's guide to pickling by the vinegar process? Okay, well, in the beginning of the book, I give a 10-minute pickle project. And that just means that you can take any jar that you have that that you could take a fancy too, you know, your mm. favorite jar with a cool looking lid. And it doesn't matter what size it is. You can fill it with whatever vegetables you have within reason. And I give a list of things that are suitable. And then you can fill it up with two thirds vinegar, one third water, pour it back into a pan, bring it to the boil with a few spices and pour it back over your veg in the jar, close it, let it come to room temperature and then stick it in the fridge. And so it's as simple as that. When's it ready to eat? 
after about 48 hours. Oh, you see, because I, I, I have this notion of, you know, like doing all that stuff and then putting them out in the shed and then waiting five years and then eventually <laughs> <laughs> being able to eat them. You've forgotten about them by that stage and you're probably, your tastes have changed as well. Yeah, um, so, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't eat a five-year-old pickle, okay. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so within 48 hours. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously it'll get better over the week, but after 48 hours of sitting in the fridge in its brine, it'll be, you know, pickly enough to eat, add to your salads, put on a sandwich, yeah. or just, you know, nibble on as you're passing. Now, now the jars, just before we move on to the food, the mm-hmm. jars are important. We all have jars that we, we jam in and other things, and they're mm-hmm. there hanging around. Can you use a jar with a normal tin lid on it? Well, Yes. Okay. <laughs> you can. No, yeah, no, no. I just I thought there had to be those, you know, those the the glass lids and stuff. I know like what that. you're. Well, I think what you're talking about is the kind of pressure canning yes. where you're going to put it up in a closet and leave it there for a year. But uh, we're not going to do that in this book at all because there's a lot of safety uh, considerations when you're doing that kind of pressure uh-huh, canning. Right. Like you'd need a Bible. You you couldn't do it in a small book like one of the blaster books. Right. So so these are sterile. The, you just wash them the way you would wash anything. Well, you wash them and then. You either heat them in a low oven until they're dry, um, or you can dip them into boiling water and let them dry, or you can just put them in the dishwasher um, through a through your hottest cycle without any detergent, with the lids and everything, and then just leave the dishwasher closed till you're ready to pickle, and right. then that's it. So it's it's pretty safe enterprise, to be honest. Great. Uh, um, now you you talk about the funky beets a lot, so it, it's that what the pickle gives a dish a sort of a a beat. <laughs> I, li- I like. I, li- like I, I don't. Under- I don't understand the analogy, but I like it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. Okay. So the analogy is that, like, you know, you know, when you're taking a, like a, a funky food, mm. it's like a funky beat. You know. Uh-huh. So and you know, it's like adding, like every song that you might play has like if it's a funky song it'll have like beats running through it yeah. and what you're doing with a pickle is you've got your dinner or your dish and you're just adding the pickles as a little funky kind ah. of you know like yeah. a riff like I a little you. riff I have you now I know what you're doing yeah kind of like that yeah yeah. more cowbell <laughs> yeah that's funky there that's funky I love that that, yeah, yeah I love it <laughs> yeah. okay uh, aubergine pickle is your favourite he said if I had to choose only one pickle for you to make from this book it would be the aubergine pickle. Yeah, I love that pickle. Right, go on, t- talk us through it. Okay, so... Now, if you don't mind, we can we can put one recipe up, can we? we, can we oh, yeah, please, yeah, feel we'll, free. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll put this one because it's your favourite. Okay. Yeah. So well, you, don't have to go in, you don't have to go into it in detail, just give us the, the, you know, the, the general uh, okay, gist okay. of it. Yeah. Well, it's like a... It has a kind of South South Asian spices, spice profile. Mm. And, um, okay, some of the spices you might have to go buy, but um, most people would have them in their store cupboard. And uh, you just uh, salt your aubergine chunks, and then you fry them, and then you boil them with vinegar and spices and a bit of ginger and garlic. And then it's ready to eat after 24 hours, really. Right. Uh, And, like, you can... Interesting thing about this recipe is you can also use uh, large courgettes or large marrows that you've peeled and scooped the seeds out of instead of aubergine. So if you're looking for something to do with your giant courgettes that you've either grown or somebody's pawned off on you, (laughs) then this is the recipe for you. 
Okay. Uh, this could be described as a chutney or a relish, but with its South Asian flavours, it goes as well with a curry as it does with just about anything. Try it with cheese or cured meats and sandwiches or thinned down with water and drizzled on fish, grilled chicken and savoury pastries. I do that now because I know people at this stage of the day are hungry, you see. So I'm, I'm sort of... <laughs> so, I'm hungry. <laughs> you're, you're, you're hungry. Um, so, so you have all the, the regular things in there. Um, uh, chow chow sounds good to yeah. me. I've never, I've never heard the word used before. Oh, it's it's a cool it's a cool phrase, right? Chow yeah, chow. Yeah, yeah. How do you make it? It's, uh, it's oh, it's another good uh, way to use up green tomatoes at the end of the growing season. You know, when everyone's giving you green tomatoes. I don't know if that happens to you, but it happens to me an awful lot. I get a box of green tomatoes, and people say, "Oh, I, I've got this box of hard green tomatoes for you." I'm like, "Oh, geez, thanks," but you can make chow chow with it, and that's a pickle that lasts all year in your fridge. And, and, it's, and good it's good on really hot dogs. Good. Good oh, on, yeah. It's good, good on, on hot dogs. Burgers, hot dogs, everything. Yeah, uh, rhubarb. Okay. When I say the word, you t- you, you expand. That's <laughs> oh, is that how this works? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, well, rhubarb. I love rhubarb. It's another one of my favorite things. But, like, most vegetables are my favorites. But, like, rhubarb, I love. And pickled rhubarb is incredible, especially with, like, a blue sheep's cheese, like crozier blue right. from the cashel blue people. Uh, so I would have to say, and it's such a quick little pickle. All you have to do is rinse your rhubarb, slice it real thin, put it into your jar and just follow the recipe. Right. Uh, it's another vinegar-based pickle, but it's very, very good. And you can stir it into salads and have it as well on sandwiches. Great on mackerel. Uh, so Funky is the name of the book. Um, mm-hmm. There's loads of different recipes. A lot of them are very easy uh, and they last a long time. You can have them there. You can use them as dips, as spreads, as accompaniment to uh, the main meal. I see there's mackerel escabeche yep. in there as well, uh, which, which sounds delicious. Uh, and they're all it very, is. very funky, as the name suggests. Oh, he's oh. back. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, can I can I just interject, not yes. not to like talk over your funky beats there, but uh, you were talking about air fryers. I heard you yes a waxing yeah. lyrical about the ninja. You're not going to give out to me, are you? <laughs> the ninja, which you paid in full for. Yeah. But uh, I I don't have an air fryer, but um, in the book in Funky, I have a lot of ideas for pickle powder. So you dehydrate your thinly sliced pickles. And I've heard that you can dehydrate very successfully in an air fryer. Ah, there you go. So right yes, there. Yes, uh, there you go. And somebody else says, I use my air fryer to sterilize my jars for pickles and jam. Susan, it's no all way. connected. Caitlin Ruth, oh lovely talking to you. Funky <laughs> Thanks very much, Ray. You'll recognize it because it has pickles on the cover. See ya, bye. Thanks bye. a million, That's bye. it from us. It's Cormac and Sarah on the way on Drive Time. We're back tomorrow at three o'clock. Have a good Thursday. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1.